Good morning, neighbors. Good morning. Good day to you. Good morning, Taisha. So good to see you. Good morning, my beloved teacher trainees. Morning, morning, everyone. Big hugs. I welcome you with open arms to another workable day in the neighborhood. Hi, Heather Story. I'm sliding into home again today, like, so I'm got to check, like, do I have clothes on? Good morning. Good morning. I see you coming in. Oh, I feel those hugs. I feel those hugs. I hope you feel mine. Good morning, good morning. So I'm kind of cracking up because I remember yesterday I told you I was gonna put all of the old uh, sits and sessions that we've shared uh, into a quick and dirty podcast. And I did that. I'll tell you more about that in a second, but they're funny because it's a podcast that starts out with like, oh, morning hugs, morning hugs. I, I think it's probably one of a kind. <laughs> It's the morning hug show. Good morning, neighbors. Scooch in, scooch in. We're on the stoop again today. The virtual stoop where we make lemonade out of lemons. We make lemonade out of lemons. Lemons are good, by the way. If any of you cook, you know what I'm saying. Lemons are essential. Acid in your food is delicious, so let's not forget that. Morning storm woke me up early so I can join live, woo! I mean, I'm sorry that the storm woke you up, but I'm glad that you're here live. Oh, we got our friends from Meraki Yoga up in Fort Collins. So good to see y'all, morning, morning. Hugs, hugs all around. I got something fun to share. All right, hold on. Hold on. Remember I told you, I showed you that care package I got not that long ago. Uh, and I said there were several things in it. And one was my uh, Mr. Rogers neighborhood hoodie. And then I also shared with you a shirt that said hard times didn't break us, they made us. Well, this was also in my care package. Oh, I get to do this again. What is it? What is it? Oh. Oh, 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 oh! This is all gonna translate really well into our podcast. <laughs> look, y'all, look, I've been saving this one. Won't you be my neighbor? Woo! Isn't it fantastic? I love it. Won't you be my neighbor? You know who that is? Daniel Tiger. If you're old enough to have watched Mr. Rogers, you remember Daniel Tiger was one of his favorite little puppets uh, who lived in the land of make-believe. Won't you be my neighbor? And he's got his little red hoodie on too. So this is how lucky I am. This is how lucky I am. I get fun gifts like this. Won't you be my neighbor, Daniel Tiger? So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it feels good to have good friends. So I'd like for you to be my neighbor today. Also, I've just been doing a little Mr. Rogers recon because, you know, things were fuzzy. I, I hadn't like actively watched it in a while. And um, I laughed at how King Friday, everyone remember King Friday? It was King Friday the 13th. He was the leader of uh, the land of make-believe. Uh, turns out, 
Mr. Rogers, in his infinite wisdom, named him King Friday the 13th to help people work with their aversion to Friday the 13th, to make it so it was associated with something nice rather than something bad or evil. Um, have I seen the Tom Hanks movie? No, I haven't yet, and it's like I'm saving it. I, that's, I know that's weird, but when I know there's a really good movie um, that I want to see, I, I kind of save it. That, it's, that's a silly approach now that I'm saying it out loud, but I save it for like when I can be totally focused um, because I'll tell you what, I have a good-bad habit. Uh, I label it as both. But it's really, it's just an interesting habit. When I watch a show or a movie, my preferred way to watch it is research things about it while I'm watching it. So I'm, I look up, like, like, oh, that's interesting. And I look something up or I go, oh, I wonder if this is true. Or I say, oh, you know, that makes me think of this. And I, so I, I research while I'm watching movies. Um, the documentary I have seen, and uh, so that's a habit that I, I, is interesting and um, it, it makes it so like I separate great movies where I'm not going to be doing research from okay movies where I end up just mostly researching uh, during them. <laughs> so I must, okay, Nicole says I must read the IMDb trivia after I watch anything. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like that too. Um, yeah, it's like... I should probably not be attached to that process, don't you think, Nabes? But I, I do enjoy it. Um, so good morning, everyone. Another big hug. Let's do it. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Be my neighbor and Daniel Tiger's neighbor. Yay! Um, okay, so here's what's been on my mind that I'd like to share with you today. Y'all have heard the phrase, the word, over and over again now, essential, right? Essential. Uh, and I think where it really came up was when essential businesses remained open and non-essential businesses uh, had to close or adjust or, or things like that. And it has prompted me to really ponder this idea of essential. What is essential? And I think there's a big question of who gets to decide and, and that's a valid conversation, although it's not the one that I was hoping to have on the stoop this morning. Um, so it, it, it's been on my mind, but I'm using it as personal reflection more than anything. And I, I wanted to share that with you as an invitation, the invitation of the day uh, to, to, to see if this is of interest or, uh, so that it can keep you awake. Remember how I said that that was what I felt like my role here was, was to give you ways to stay present and awake and sustain your capacity for staying present and awake throughout this process. So here's, here's something that you could dig into. First and foremost, though, I want to say, like, what a privilege we have to even be joining together on the stoop right now. That is not a privilege that everyone has. And so I think that that bears uh, recognition. And then, hey, David, 
that bears recognition. And then further, I think what a privilege it is that we can sit and ponder big questions like, hmm, what really is essential? So I just felt like saying that right up front, that we all recognize what a privilege it is that we can join together and have these uh, conversations and contemplations. And uh, I think for me, it's really a matter of, I am, I do have this privilege right now, and, and how am I going to contribute to our co-created future going forward? Meaning, I'm not doing this work just to better myself or to clarify things for myself, but I'm doing this work, and I hope you are too, to clarify your role moving forward, your contribution moving forward, how you are going to show up and contribute and, and support those people that don't have this privilege right now for many reasons, right? One reason or another. So, all right, back to essential. What is essential? So I looked it up because as I told you a little bit ago, I, I'm real into research. Fun fact about me, um, all through college, I worked as a librarian, a research librarian, technically a library assistant, but I won't lie to you. I, I blow it up a little and say librarian. It has a little more gravitas. Uh, but I did research, I, I was a research library assistant. Um, and it was my favorite job, except for teaching yoga. Um, so I looked it up. What is essential? What does essential mean? And um, not, not surprisingly, uh, essential is related to essence. Relating to essence, essence. And then that really piqued my interest because when you think about our sits that we've come together to do for 30 days now, when you think about that, we go through all the different layers of our consciousness called the koshas, and we always get down to atman, your soul. And the word that I have been using for that is your essence, your divine essence, your essential self. So when you say what is essential, I think there are those things that we can fairly universally agree are essential for survival. Like we know that we die when we don't have fluids, right? Water, something to drink, and then food and shelter. Those are things that this uh, physical body, at the very least, will die without those things. But when we can embrace our privilege of being able to ponder further than that, essential as relates to your essence, right? So essence is the individual real or ultimate nature of a thing. The, the, the individual's real and ultimate nature as opposed to simply the existence, right? The ex not just the, that you exist, but this is your essence is the ultimate and realist nature of self. It's the most significant element or quality of a thing or a person. These were all the definitions I found. The individual real or ultimate nature of a thing as opposed to its existence. And then the most significant element quality or aspect of a thing. This is your essence, not your existence. And I'm hoping this makes sense to those of you that have been joining in because we've been 
taking a journey through the different layers of our consciousness. And I hope that this is like ringing a bell for you that maybe the first three layers of our consciousness, the physical, energetic, and then lower mind, those all relate to your existence. And maybe the deeper koshas relate to your essence. So then this begs the question, what is essential for your existence? And then what is essential for your essence? So the invitation is that you take each of the layers that we go through, your physical body. What if you identified for yourself, what is essential for me on the layer, the level of my physical body? What are my essential needs? Then you could take it to my energy, right? My energy layer, pranamaya kosha. What is essential for the thriving and survival of my energetic self? Then there is the thinking and emotional mind. What is essential? for that layer, then go deeper. What is essential for my wisdom layer, Vinyana Maya Kosha? What is essential for Ananda Maya Kosha, the layer of bliss, that layer of consciousness that always exists, hums along in a state of bliss that is not related to what's going on in the world? What's essential for that layer? And then, Absolutely, what's essential for the thriving of my soul? What is essential for my essence? I think this could be a really interesting exercise. And then you could add a layer to it where you say to yourself, what is essential on each of those layers in the short term? Right? Because I think we've talked about this before, that some of us kind of came into this whole experience hoping it'd be over quickly, right? Maybe many of us did. Some of us came into that consciously and some of us came into that subconsciously. And then once we hit like, I think it was the third week point, we talked here on the stoop and recognized like, oh, it's not over quickly. And we had to shift from playing short game to long game because the unknown, right? A friend of mine said, take out your sharpest pencil and write a love letter to uncertainty. Isn't that awesome? So poetic. Take out your sharpest pencil and write a love letter to uncertainty. That's playing the long game. So around that three week point, I, we talked about shifting into the long game. So this question you could apply also, short term, long term, short game, long game. Would your answers change? Would your answers change? Because one perspective of what's essential is, can I just make it through this? And another perspective of what is essential is ongoing, big picture, long game. And I wonder if those answers would be different and I wonder if they might illuminate your path forward. It's not just about how are we going to survive this, but those answers may illuminate your path forward. Changes that you might make, the difference between short-term essential and long-term essential, 
may illuminate the changes that you want to make in your life as a result of this. And I personally feel that this is the obligation of those of us that have the privilege of being able to ponder these questions. I want to say it's my spiritual obligation. It's my spiritual duty to ask myself these questions, not just for my own self and happiness, but for how I'm going to show up in the world, how I'm going to contribute to the world going forward. There's an article that several people have sent me that um, clearly means they want me to read it. Uh, several people have sent me that's about be ready, be beware of the ultimate gaslighting where all of the commercial industry, let's just say, is going to try to lull us back to sleep. And it's a very interesting article and I can post a link to it if you like. Um, but it's a very interesting article and I feel like embracing exercises of this nature, if this one doesn't land for you, no problem, there are others, but embracing exercises of this nature is embracing the privilege that we have to do this kind of work that's maybe not related to um, survival on the most fundamental level, survival of like your physical body kind of thing, the water, food, and shelter, since that isn't, um, for many of us, considering we're on the internet on our devices, maybe that isn't your immediate priority. We have the opportunity to do this work, and I feel like this is our obligation. I, be I do believe that there will be a big gaslighting coming along, uh, for sure, because that's how things have been, and I don't have great hope that there will be tremendous change on the level of commerce. There will be some, and I'm excited for that. Um, but this is like that grassroots level stuff that you and I can do, that we can do. Those of us that have had this opportunity to come together on the stoop and ask big questions of ourselves, of each other. And so this is one. What is essential? What is essential on each layer of your being? I'll say them again. Anamaya kosha is your physical self. Pranamaya kosha is your energetic layer, your energetic self. Manomaya kosha is called sometimes your lower mind. This is the level of thoughts and emotions. This is the one that people call the monkey mind. You're very uh, aware of it. It's churning all day long. Then the fourth layer is Vinyana Maya. This is the wisdom layer of your consciousness, where insight is. What is essential to its survival? Ananda Maya. Now, Ananda Maya is not related to anything that's happening in the world, but it is impacted by you meeting all of your essential needs on those other layers, as is your soul, which is your essence that is at the deepest root of your being. So you could go through, ask yourself, what is essential on each of those layers for me? The answers aren't gonna be the same for everybody, y'all. And something else that's interesting is they can change. And I think that's kind of fun and exciting to try something new or, and, or, let go of something you have identified as essential and see if it really is. This is where we embrace life with a scientific mind, spiritual scientist, where you say, oh, oh this is definitely essential, this thing, that I, I, this is definitely essential. Great, and 
what if you released it a little bit just to just to check because you might come to the conclusion yes it's definitely essential and you might come to the conclusion it's not essential interesting same with trying something new i don't think going for a morning run is essential but let me try it and just see so that's also work that we can be doing to illuminate how we want to move forward, what is essential on each of the koshas, on each layer of our being, experiment with it, maybe let go of something for a minute that you think is essential, maybe add something that you're pretty sure isn't essential, check, see, experiment, and then another layer of this would be what is essential for your short-term survival and what is essential for your long game? How you're gonna show up in the world? That's my offering for the day. May it be of benefit. I hope that you enjoy the opportunity to explore this because if there is indeed the great gaslighting coming, I like the idea of us being ready and not caught like blindsided. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this work is gonna, this is, this is all work that's around awake and aware, awake and aware, stay in the game. Pema Chodron was saying, stay awake in the middle of nowhere, stay present in the middle of nowhere. That, that's what I'm championing. And these are the ways that I'm championing by throwing things out that you might find interesting. So today it might be this pondering, what is essential on each layer of my being what is essential in the short term, and what is essential in my long game. May it be of benefit. I love you. All right, let's sit. Let's sit and remind ourselves of who we are. So find a workable seat. Hmm. Workable meaning it's not so comfortable that you fall asleep and get drowsy, but it's Definitely workable, comfortable enough that you can stay. Feel your body in this moment a little more alert, a little more awake, a little more present. Notice your palms face down on your thighs, your sitting bones, your legs, your feet, your ankles. Notice what they're in contact with beneath you. And feel a commitment and recognition of the support you're being given in this moment by rooting downward into those surfaces. They're holding of you. And then witness your physical body, Anamaya Kosha, rise up as the balancing action of rooting down This posture where our crown rises up indicates interest, awakeness, awareness. I am here. You sit up tall, what's this? I'm interested. And feel the activation of your back muscles and your abdominal muscles to support those united actions of rooting down and rising up. And then bring awareness to your breath today, dear neighbors. Remember, we come in with no agenda. 
Meaning, don't have in mind what you're looking for already. Just look. How's my breathing today? Is it encumbered? Is it free? Swift? Slow? Something in between, some combination. Think of this noticing as a tremendous act of self-care because it will inform how you treat yourself today, which impacts those whose lives you touch. Explore the energy moving through your being today. Is it moving freely? Does it feel like it's coagulating or pooling in certain areas in your body? Does it feel intense in some spots, absent in others? No agenda, no right, no wrong, just what is. Know thyself. Go to the next layer of your consciousness, Manomaya Kosha, your emotional layer, the thinking layer. Isn't it fascinating that every day that we come together and sit, what we observe is slightly different? Maybe your thoughts had a particular tone yesterday that they don't have today. How much could actually have changed? And yet, it has. Practice neutral awareness, not judging your thoughts or emotions, not trying to fix them. Notice like a scientist, gather critical data for self-care. This too you can use. This too you can include. Go deeper. Become aware of the witness layer of your consciousness, Vinyana Maya Kosha, the onboard observer. Getting closer to your essence. This layer of your consciousness proves you are more than just your existence. You are more than your personality, your body, even your energy. Because you can observe all those things. This is like the portal, the gateway to knowing your essential self. Go deeper into the layer, Ananda Maya. Please don't worry if this sounds abstract or weird to you, this particular layer. It's a layer most of us are not aware of. Admittedly, it requires a bit of faith 
the bliss layer of your consciousness. This layer of your consciousness always humming at the vibration of bliss, Ananda. Why? When things are hard, why? Because life bliss at the infinite potential available to you. Get closer to your essential self. Feel as if you've entered into the inner sanctum where the most sacred altar is. There's your soul, Atman. Your divine essence. That spark of the divine that lives in this being, this body. This divine flame that burns in you also burns in me and in all beings. Remember that each time we sit in communion with this layer of ourselves, we increase our capacity for seeing it in each other, for giving real meaning to saying namaste. Not just a cute slogan, but a recognition. And then pan out, zoom out. Witness your wholeness. In the spirit of being able to see that wholeness in each other, witness your own. Notice how you can be infinitely powerful and feel tremendously fragile all in the same moment that you can be experiencing thoughts of stress and bliss deeper in your consciousness? Yes. Can you witness your existence and be aware of your essence? Yes. You are all these things. We are all connected, which is why our efforts now will have such a tremendous impact on the co-creation moving forward. The wholeness in me sees the wholeness in you. Now place your hands together in front of your hearts. And let us offer the merits of our time together on the virtual stoop as neighbors and the time that we share on the cushion exploring ourselves from skin to soul. The self-inquiry, may we offer all of its merits out to all beings, beginning with those who are struggling for survival, who may be suffering in this moment, who may have fewer privileges, Let's offer the merits to them first and foremost and to all beings.
May we teach by our living example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to those of you that joined maybe just this moment or while we're in our sit. I give you a hug. You a hug. Won't you be my neighbor? Um, thank you, neighbors. Thank you, thank you. Um, I hope that that gave you a little fodder to dive into when you have the inclination and the chance. Namaste. Um, so yesterday I told you that I hoped, hoped, hoped I would be able to rip the audio from all of these sessions and turn them into what I called a quick and dirty podcast. Well, I did it, y'all. I was up really late last night and I did it. So now, if any of you want to, you'll, you'll always be able to look at these on Instagram TV, IGTV. I saved them all. They're all there from day one. Uh, so if you like the visual, go there. And the, the podcast, the Quick and Dirty podcast, was really uh, just for any of you that might benefit from having just audio and you want to go back and review some of our sits. Um, yeah, thank you, Lee. Uh, so if you go to workableday.com, workableday.com, that will take you to where all the podcast episodes live now on Spotify, workableday.com. And it's all the way up to yesterday and I'll put today on too. And remember, if you weren't here yesterday, uh, Thursday is going to be our last stoop sit for a minute because I've got a 300 hour teacher training. And I want to devote my full self to supporting them in this very interesting time. So workableday.com, you can get all of the audio episodes. And I didn't edit them at all. So, you know, be gentle. Um, and yeah, and then yesterday I put out a new class on Vimeo. That's at ginayoga.com. That's um, called Know Your Own Strength. And I'll just tell you, Nabes, um, that was one where uh, the, the real challenges of, of teaching while you're doing asana is how breathless you get, no matter how good a shape you're in. So yeah, that one uh, was a fun one. I was dripping sweat uh, and it always comes like off your nose and then you start getting breathless and you have a microphone. So you're like, <gasps> so that was a real uh, treat to, to film. <laughs> uh, may it be a benefit, right? <laughs> Um, so those are the things I wanted to say. We've got workableday.com is where all the podcasts uh, of this, of our time together uh, live. And then at Gina Yoga, I have a new class this week, uh, Know Your Own Strength. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Thank you so much, neighbors. Thank you, thank you, all of you, uh, for being here. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. Thank you, love you. Big hug. Mm.